So I made a finger quotes laptop stand. It is my laptop sitting on top of eight hard drives. Because <laughs> I don't have a better use for these hard drives. It's like stacked in the corners or just straight up? In the corners, yeah. Two okay. in each corner. That might have been the kind of chaos you were feeling. Yeah, no, I, I definitely thought about it. But alas, uh, <laughs> I did not trust myself because they're metal and slidey. Zach. Hey, Sirtis. I hate you. Oh, this is new information. <laughs> I can't, I can't eat my granola, Zach. <laughs> I want to eat my granola. I have plenty of granola, uh-huh. but I don't have any fancy almond milk to eat yeah. it with. Why don't you just go back to your, you know, your rice stream or whatever? What? Why not just eat your granola with rice stream? No. Or soy? No, no. I want... Oh, yeah. I want one? the new barn barista <laughs> almond milk. <laughs> for the mouthfeel. For the mouthfeel. And I sell it for uh, around about $6 at Whole Foods, which is yeah. a reasonable price for what it is. I am not saying that's bad. But right. Whole Foods is always out of stock. <laughs> I'm trying to like get them to bring it to my home, but mm-hmm. they they will only bring one at a time. So to get free shipping, I have to buy forty dollars worth of things from Whole Foods. Oh, and I don't want to do that every time I need a new thing of almond milk. And you can't buy forty dollars worth of almond milk in one sitting. I tried. They won't let me. <laughs> they will only let you buy one at a time. So I went to the New Barn website to try to buy directly from the source, uh-huh. and it's $60 a case for six of them. So it's $10 a bottle, oh, a carton. That's, that's rough. So I just need to wait until Whole Foods restocks, buy all their almond milk again, <laughs> until I can eat my gosh darn granola, because <laughs> nothing else will do. I tried, like, dairy milk, whole milk, like, basically half and half. Uh-huh. None of it is what I want. They do make banana milk also. <laughs> uh, yes, I remember you having to give yourself an EpiPen shot <laughs> to, for, <laughs> for worrying bugs. It's not. I don't have anything to, to say about it yet, um, but I do know that it exists, so maybe that's an option. Okay, I, you sent me a picture earlier in the week of you holding banana milk. Right. Did you drink it? No. Okay, never mind then. Do you know someone who did drink it? No, it is sitting unopened on my shelf. Should we do a a live test? (laughs) Zach is allergic to bananas. (laughs) Oh, we could. It would make for good radio. (laughs) Zach's thinking about it. I'll I'll just narrate. Sort of set this out. The the thing is, I my stomach has been upset all day. (laughs) Maybe this will fix it. Two negatives, you know. (laughs) Uh huh. It'll um fix my stomach muscles. What's happening is that my stomach muscles are cramping, mm-hmm. and so I'll fix it by drinking something that I'm allergic to. <laughs> you should. I think it's a good idea. And uh, you know, art is pain or something like that. Art is pain. Give us some uh allergy medicine a- ASMR. Give us a good shake. Give us a good shake, and then we want to hear you swallow. Hmm. Wait. That's the the safety seal. Zach, you have to say it like this. um, Zach, say it like this. That's the uh, safety child lock. (laughs) So you need to ensure that you can press down and turn at the same time so that babies don't eat all of your allergy medicine because it's not good. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so Zach just tried... (laughs) To record himself throwing, throwing his allergy medicine into his mouth. He, so, so he drank some water, put water in his mouth, and threw the, the pill into his mouth and tried to record the splash, I think. Mm. Yeah, that was the idea. That was, that was the idea. <laughs> I'll be back. 
Zach has a bottle of, of banana milk in his hand. So this is... Oh my god. <laughs> banana wave? Dairy-free banana milk? It's all one word. The tagline is, bananas bottled up. TM. Made with whole grain oats. What? <laughs> is it banana or not? Oh, sorry. Is it banana or not? Is it banana um, milk or oat milk? Um, it's plant-based. Oh, okay. That that encompasses both bananas and oats. Uh, it's water, banana, cane juice, oats, flavor, tricalcium phosphate. Okay. Okay. Shake before opening. Mm. This is the worst podcast in the world. <laughs> oh, it smells so banana-y. Oh my god. Where did you acquire the banana milk, Zach? I have not been able to attain it. It's the same place, actually, that I get my fancy almond milk from. We're gonna shake it a little heartier. Make sure that it's all mixed up. Uh, without um, compromising your OPSEC, can you tell us where that is? I believe so. Uh, fresh time farmer's market which is not an actual farmer's market but um words don't mean things in in the modern day so that's oh it's oh how good is the video of this oh god it's very well actually i think i just got some on the mic oh yeah there we go (laughs) that's good radio oh zach has the fancy fancy cups with the not handle i think it's from ikea yeah they have fancy ikea mugs with no handle (sighs) there is a handle it's just not a handle it tastes like you blended up a banana and put sugar in it it's like a banana smoothie really like if you made a banana smoothie without milk yeah all right that actually doesn't sound too bad wait i gotta get the swallow action in oh god sorry jared i'm really sorry (laughs) for those of you that hate mouth noises oh that's a lot okay would you put granola in it or put it in granola yes if it was the kind of granola that already did well with banana Mm, okay yes that makes sense if it was like a a walnut based granola i feel like or a pecan based granola Mm -hmm. (laughs) excuse me (laughs) there's some asmr for you (laughs) we just lost every single listener so say whatever you want it doesn't matter Ooh, there's a, a whole lot of oat at the bottom bottom of that cup is very intensely oat okay give us the star rating zach i'm allergic to banana and i can tell (laughs) even though i took the allergy medicine so i'm gonna give it a three out of five (laughs) but if i wasn't allergic to banana uh it would probably be a four okay and how does that compare to the uh new barn barista almond milk that's a five okay and what about like silk or something something i don't know that i've tried silk recently i can compare it to uh rice stream which is about a like a 1.52 area <laughs> okay uh what about uh do you remember oilk the oat silk uh oat oat yeah um is, what is that what it's called <laughs> yeah okay. oh yeah oh yeah oh i wish i remembered what i had said on the last podcast because now i'm not going to be consistent i need to start they're gonna come after you a on blog. twitter i need to start a blog uh just listing all of the things that i've said about different kinds of milk i don't think the oat yeah was that good i think oat yeah might have been like a two or a three okay so this is you would prefer this to oat yeah with the allergies correct yes allergies included interesting because I, I really enjoy the flavor of banana and for a very long time just assumed that one of the nice thing about ban- one of the nice things about banana was that it made your throat a little f- fun tingly, you know. <laughs> and that's why everybody liked banana so much. Oh, my God. <laughs> you guys don't break out in hives when you eat bananas. <laughs> I thought that was just part of banana. <laughs> it's just, I don't know, like people like spicy food and that's not, you know, it's not smooth. It doesn't go down okay. super easy. That's entirely fair. Actually, I have come around to the why would you want food that hurts lifestyle 
oh no, I'm very much on the lifestyle of wanting food that hurts. No. And that's why bananas are so good. <laughs> okay, I'm just plain. Uh, I'm pedestrian basic. <laughs> I had to try to explain the concept basic in an academic paper the other day. I think we should have a live reading of that. That sounds very interesting. I think I landed on an internet pejorative for anything deemed like excessively mundane. Yeah, the opposite of extra. I suppose. I had not considered the the basic extra continuum. So the exact midpoint between extra and basic. Typically we'd like if it's a bell curve, right? Like things are probably more likely to fall inside that spectrum than at be at the extremes. Right. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Well, no, I think... Is that true? I don't know. I, Are most I don't think basic? it's a bell curve. I think it's only the right half of a bell curve. Okay, so, like, most things are basic. Like, the mode. Definitionally, yeah. Well, you said excessively. Basic. Excessively mundane. Which implies some amount of extremism. Which is funny, because it's mundane. <laughs> <laughs> I, th- I think the idea, though, is that it's something that's just so normal. Right. Okay. And for something to be normal, it has to be the, like, the high point of the bell curve. Right. Right. Okay. Yeah, I can get down with that. So is it is it linear or uh, exponential or logarithmic? I suppose it's. I don't know. What's the usual like? There's the usual bell curve shape where it goes like. You think it's like that though? Like a Z kind of thing. Yeah. Right. A a really bad Z, but a Z nonetheless. <laughs> I feel like. It would be like that. There's more things closer to basic. Well, hold on. Are we talking about the number of things? Because how many things can be that normal? Oh. Because there's a lot of directions you can go from normal. Right. I think it's a typical bell curve. From basic to extra. Because mm-hmm. you can go, like, if you imagine it like as a, a wheel with spokes, basic's in the middle, and you can go in uh-huh. any extreme go to towards any extreme but like the the goth extreme and the jock extreme are very different yeah so i think more things I, would be on know. the spokes of the wheel than on the ring or in the center of the wheel yeah i suppose and so then extra like obviously there's the most in the middle but then extra also has a pretty substantial amount right yes you're right interesting so it only it so it goes from like practically zero at basic to the highest like almost linearly or not mm-hmm. it might be exponential actually i don't follow it's it's just the circumference of the ring as you expand out okay is the number of things is the number of things at that level of extra yeah shouldn't like wouldn't there be fewer things i suppose it could be it could get more sparse as it goes out you're right we need like a three-dimensional graph it's not yeah it's not a linear distribution as you go from basic to extra yeah okay uh jared if you can think of a good way to represent that graphically i would really appreciate seeing it yes also if you can locate banana wave i would love to hear your thoughts let's see what the easiest way for me to obtain that is i can spell banana they sell it on Amazon. I thought Mickey's Dairy Bar had banana milk. They probably do. Bananawave.love. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I love the top-level domains. Drink your bananas. About. Do they have other flavors? About Banana Wave. Banana Wave is the world's first non-dairy banana milk. It's also the only non-dairy shelf-stable Chocolate. banana milk in the world. Strawberry delicately blended with vanilla and non-dairy fiber-rich oat milk so it's oat milk at its core Uh uh-huh with bananas in it (laughs) oh banana milk okay wait they've got a review from sarah's organic eats that says it's the only dairy-free milk that is delicious to drink on its own (laughs) wait i'm sorry (laughs) health benefits of bananas one Bananas are among the world's most popular fruits. That is not a health benefit. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, wait. Has she ever... Has Sarah's Organic Eats ever looked at any almond milks? Um... Oh, we should contact them. No. 
Sarah's Organic Eats, you're misrepresenting the milk alternative industry by claiming that Banana Wave is the only... Um, wait. Zach, there's a phone number. For Banana Wave? Uh-huh. Steven Gellerman. Where did you find it? In the contact form. Contact? What are you going to say to him? Your banana milk is three out of five stars. I have allergies. <laughs> <laughs> thank, thank you for your time. Offers. We're talking about you on a podcast. My podcast. They have an Instagram. We are the foremost alternative milk podcast. I would contest that and say that um, uh, one of our favorite Jared's, Marco Arment, has made a milk alternative podcast. That is not a milk alternative podcast. That is just a top four. And they were wrong. I never actually listened to it. Well, they also, here's the thing, Zach. They did, I like Marco a lot. Marco, if you're listening, you're great. You make a lot of cool stuff, but you didn't even get into the brands of almond milk. You just said the different types of milk and picked one brand. So, like, there's a huge variety. Mm-hmm. This now this is talking about two different kinds. What else is there? It's said to smell and taste like bananas. <laughs> Zach, their last post on Twitter was a year and a was a year ago. <laughs> what did it say? Vegan, gluten free, non dairy banana milk banana. Banana wave banana milk. Banana milk is one word. Uh, make sure it's in your fridge. Hashtag banana wave. Hashtag bananas. Hashtag vegan. Hashtag banana. Hashtag vegan food share. Hashtag dairy free. Hashtag non dairy. Hashtag healthy. Hashtag super fruit. Hashtag gluten free. Hashtag vegan food. Hashtag hashtag drink banana wave. Hashtag banana love. Hashtag delicious. Hashtag drink up. Let's look at our Instagram. <laughs> instagram they have seven thousand followers yeah it's a it's a it's a it's a hot product they've also got a pinterest what it what do you need a pinterest for zero followers that's a good answer <laughs> six following what do you mean they haven't followed anyone yet it says it's following ah, six. six topics ah. history bodybuilding and outdoors <laughs> Which definitely means that somebody accidentally logged in to the Banana Wave corporate account and clicked the wrong buttons. That's true. So they link to a Now This, um, which you can tell the whoever, whichever underpaid journalist slash intern created this Now This video um, really cares a lot about the Banana Wave product because they said it is said to taste and smell like banana. <laughs> Which is exactly what you would say if you had done any research. Oh, we can find out where we can buy this. Uh, And also that it says it comes, it's, God, okay. Its recipe comes from ancient Africa. Oh, God. Okay, I can buy it from Woodman's. That is fairly close to me. Oh, wait, never mind. That's in Janesville. That's very far away. There's also Moolah, which makes its milk from pureed bananas. Would you say that 2% milk is the standard milk? I think so. I would. So you know how milk is supposed to be like, like things called milk are supposed to be like supplements for dairy milk. Or replacements or Or something. Or replacements, yeah. yeah. So like they're supposed to have similar nutrition. I don't know if that's a a requirement, but it's uh, expected, perhaps. In this case, banana milk has almost none of the stuff that you actually want from milk. And? Okay, just just saying. No calcium, no protein, like the two milk things. But there's bananas. Hope you can look up their whole executive team and all of their board members on PitchBook. They were invested in by Florida Atlantic University Foundation. There's an Indiegogo page. Banana Wave is the future! What were the rewards? Okay, so there's a lot going on here. Let's just uh, take a look. What the hell? Zach, I'm sending you a link. You need to look at this Indiegogo page. It's so weird. Are all Indiegogo pages like this? What are you looking for? Uh, the fourth picture. Just look at the fourth picture. Fourth. Okay, well, first it needs to... Oh! Okay, so the first one is a banana high-fiving people. The uh-huh. second one is a taste test. The third one is who I'm assuming would be um, Steve Gelman. Gel- Gellerman. So, yeah. And some people, and then this one: How to succeed in life? Talk in softly, breathe deeply. In well, 
Do you want to know? Do you want to know how to succeed in life, Jared? Talk softly. Talk dash softly. Breathe <laughs> dash deeply. <sighs> Continue. No, you're supposed to read it left to right. Because there's an and down there at the bottom. Oh my god. That's not how columns work. <laughs> they made 2% of their $50,000 goal. <laughs> With 19 backers. Oh, this is very strange. Why is it all pictures of the people? Yeah, no, I don't care about the people. I want the bananas. It used to be Fresh Start Beverage Company. I'm going to Google that. Stretch goal. <laughs> What's the stretch goal? What's the stretch goal? The stretch goals are just longer and longer bananas for the images. <laughs> okay, so at 50000 dollars then they can make their first ten thousand cases pay for award-winning graphic design pay for mobile vendor and food license permits and pay for a website so that's the like base the stretch goal then is that at one hundred thousand, they can hire marketing consultants and offer more products um they can hire legal counsel which is you know just exactly what i want as a as an indiegogo backer hire marketing right create a trade show booth expand the banana wave product line including vanilla chocolate uh organic and then at $150,000 they can get a permanent office find a dedicated office uh hire their first sales rep and attend 12 those aren't i don't know those are like things they will do but that's not something i will get our secret banana recipe being formulated so what are the rewards? Wait, okay. At 150,000 stretch goal reward, everyone who orders a case of Banana Wave will receive a free indigenous African oil painting. At 100,000, the stretch goal reward, everyone who orders a case will receive a free 8 gigabyte banana-shaped flash drive. If you gave them $9,999, uh-huh. you would receive 30 $5 coupons by email, 3 t-shirts, uh, one piece of indigenous African art, 216 eight-ounce banana wave samples, uh, an exclusive 12-month access to the Fresh Start Foundation, what does and that a, personal, mean? a personal thank you video from our CEO. All of the perks, besides the first one, which is for $9, you will get a shout-out and join the Fresh Start revolution to end childhood obesity. Somehow. <laughs> Do they mention obesity anywhere else on the page? Once. And not helpfully. All right, Zach, I'm sending you another link. Oh. <laughs> we respect your privacy. We do. We respect it. We respect your privacy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. What's it doing? Oh, my God. What is it doing? It, what? Okay, so May 11th, 2015, the site is just a rotating gear icon. And I don't think it's actually loading anything. <laughs> okay, what's after that? Still just a rotating gear icon. Is it actually loading something? That might be a might be a product of archiving it. Oh god. Oh god. Sending you another link. Okay. <laughs> this is in 2015. That was only um... four years ago, Zach. <laughs> it's a column it's (laughs) when it's (laughs) hold on when you compare a banana to an apple it has four times the the protein twice the carbohydrates three times the phosphorus five times the vitamin a and iron and twice the other vitamins and minerals it is also rich in potassium already said that and is one of the best value foods around so maybe it's time to change that well-known phrase we say a banana a day keeps the doctor away illinois state board of education why is that not their only marketing tool why don't they have little standees on every shelf in every grocery store in america that say that uh no zach are you still on that page uh Yes. Click on the about us. Okay. But why is it they cut up a banana and put it on top like a lemon? (laughs) (laughs) Okay, Jared, I implore you. I implore you to look at this website. That 
I really hope makes it into the show notes. The it is fresh funny. It is so funny. Okay, apparently, apparently it's not just that Steve. Steve, just Steve. Uh, Steve, Steve Gellman, right? Gellerman. Ge- Gellerman isn't. Whoa, that's not. I think I had been making um, slight, you know, casting aspersions. One might say at Steve Gellerman, but it seems like there's there's more to this company than just the Steve Gellerman and his uh, compatriots. So it seems like I don't know. Seems good. It's gluten-free, dairy-free, lactose-free. Those are the, the things that I want. It's also banana power, TM. Can I switch whole milk for banana wave? Yes, it has more potassium. It has more calcium and vitamins than whole milk. That's a lie. It's a straight lie. It says right on the nutrition facts. How much calcium, Zach? Zero milligrams of calcium. Zero. This is a lie. That's, uh, just in case you weren't sure, zero percent of your daily intake. <laughs> It does not have more calcium. <laughs> did they, I don't know, maybe they changed the, did they change the recipe? Can I bake with it? Okay, let's look at the nutrition facts of Our product. the old banana milk. Click here for nutrition facts about banana milk. That's exactly what I want. It's a PDF. It appears they did change the recipe. Okay, what's different? It's filtered water, banana puree. Ah, soy milk. Oh, it's that oat milk. They also used oat flour. So it was the, the soy milk giving it all the calcium. Lecithin. There's a lot of things in here that aren't in this one. It's great for athletes and soccer moms. Those specific demographics will love this. All right, yeah. If tofu is, then soy milk must be. They took out the soy milk and now it's low calcium. I mean, we've got a contact form. We could ask them. <laughs> Same. Zachary. Uh email address i really hope you get an email back by the end of the podcast can i do a street view here how do i do street view zach don't don't be creepy they have their address on their website all right um subject calcium satellite view hello i noticed that you've changed your recipe since what year was this when they had the high calcium 2015 um and as such have decreased the amount of uh calcium in banana wave i was wondering if there was a particular reason for this Thank you, Zachary. Submit. Thank you. Ooh, can I look into their dumpster? (laughs) It's just boxes and boxes of old soy milk. (laughs) Okay, so I'm looking at the business headquarter, which, and the images were taken in 2015, so I should be able to look. Ah, can't see into, there's too much glare on the windows. All right. All right. I give up. I don't know exactly what I was looking for. Something funny, I guess. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Banana milk is three out of five. Zach. Banana wave banana milk, specifically. Zach, do you know how long we've been recording? <laughs> it's dark. It's literally dark outside. <laughs> so, Jared, thank you for coming and tuning in for oh our um, We're not banana milk done. special. <laughs> Okay, for those of you that survived that, we have a sponsor for you. Um, I don't know. We don't have, like, a thing to cut to say, like, sponsor time. Um, all right, so, Jared, <coughs> I just <laughs> uh, I just wanted to tell you about uh, the sponsor for this week. This episode was brought to you by the lovely folks at Ring, uh, the Ring Video Doorbell, uh, who happens to be sponsoring today. Uh, did absolutely nothing wrong, um, and so we really strongly advise that you stop looking into it. Um, and if you want, you can go to uh, ringvideodoorbell.com <laughs> and enter the offer code uh, ringvideodoorbell. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, the, I, they just wanted me to say explicitly, explicitly that they did not send the credentials of your Wi-Fi access point 
over HTTP and not HTTPS. Oh, okay. I'm glad they cleared that up. And even if they did do that, Amazon would have fixed it immediately. So definitely don't go looking for articles about that because they don't exist because it didn't happen. Anyway, thank you to our sponsor, uh, ringvideodoorbell.com. Thanks for sponsoring Worrying Bugs and all the great alternative milk shows. (laughs) Thank you for sponsoring Worrying Bugs and the entire Super Awesome Corp network. So if you um, wanted to make a statement about uh, how how good Ring Video Doorbell is at not um, not doing anything bad with your data, uh, you might you might make an art piece of all a whole bunch of secured um, network names and passwords, or you could have a giant Ring Video Doorbell but with a smiley face on it, something like that. Um, you could kind of decide to make a statement with your art. But I I was recently thinking about the possibility of accidental art. They didn't mean to. <laughs> um, and so my my first question for you, Sardis, is do you think that's possible? To make accidental art? Right. Hmm. Okay. That's, um, hmm. Because you could say, perhaps, like, oh, Jackson Pollock just looks like somebody was making a mess with their paintbrush. But if I was trying to paint, paint something and, and made a, a faux Jackson Pollock painting in the process of painting the other thing, would that be art? It depends on what you do with it. Okay. Okay, I'm listening. Allow me to elaborate. If you stepped in dog poop, right? took a picture of the pooper of my shoe. Either. Does not matter. Okay. And said, this is art. Then it's art. If you don't do that, it is not art. If I stepped in dog poop and went into my house and made up a little, like, museum placard to set next to the physical poop that's art that's art if i didn't add the placard though if you just made a museum i think it's still art i don't think art requires a placard it does require well no not if i just made a museum if i (laughs) if i just step in poop not art not art now would be a great time to introduce our new podcast art or not (laughs) with special guest john syracuse Where we, three computer science people, decide what art is. Okay, but I think it... So my... I think art is going to be like... uh, Let me just say, I've taken exactly zero courses on art. I don't know anything about it. But my feeling (laughs) is, my intuition says, that Mm -hmm. art requires effort. And just stepping in dog poop does not require effort. Not in the way I'm, I'm meaning it, at least. But like displaying it or or even acknowledging it or even um like acknowledging it as something artful, even if that is incorrect, makes it art. What do you mean even in that? There's nothing particular, particularly artful about a, like if you're just doing performance art of stepping in dog poop. <laughs> no, like, I'm... unless there's a metaphor attached to it, like that's not very artful. OK, but. You can certainly make it artful by putting effort into it in, in some way, right? Like uh, you can say, if you say this is a performance art and then step in dog poop, that's that's art. You've given me a grand new idea to wander around the neighborhood, <laughs> and well, no, okay, no, this is this is a few steps removed. Okay, um, okay, to wander around the neighborhood and find leaves and frame the leaves, but then put the frame with the leaf in it back where it, the leaf was. <laughs> That's amazing. You should definitely do that. I would like to collaborate. This is good. I would like to do art. <laughs> that is good art. All right. Yeah, I like it. I like that. Um so on that note, are there are there other pieces of art that you think were were really good that you looked at some art and you were like, "I like that. Good art." Never. Never in my life. Never in your life? I don't know. Um Yeah. Yes. There Do you have I, like I, a, a list of the the three least engaging pieces of art you've ever seen i have not made that i don't keep track as if i yes the answer is yes i've certainly been engaged by art i did not keep track of that though okay zach do you think podcasting is an art i think it can be it can be if you just record it is it a podcast no if you just record it and publish it is it is it a podcast yes is that podcast art no why 
n- not necessarily perhaps is a better way to say it and i think the the thing that makes the difference is if you look at it when you publish it or for yourself and you say that's artful and whether or not you're correct you have made a statement about that thing being art and now it can can be judged as art and not as two dudes talking so this episode of worrying bugs we'll have to see how how it slices and dices how it lives on the cutting room floor you could just make it art though you could say this podcast is art and then it becomes art so right is that is that correct i'm not trying to entrap you here it's just Mm, yeah i'm just curious i think then you say it's art and i can say it's very bad art i do not appreciate it as art or as a show or whatever jared zach is canceled (laughs) zach doesn't like worrying bugs (laughs) Okay, Zach, what are some things that other... Are there things that people think are art that are not art? Uh, sometimes I do that and I don't realize it. It just kind of just like go and then it, it just forget to stop. There's nothing I can think of okay. off the top of my head. Fair. Is... Could you say like... I feel like I've heard people describe like, oh, that mountain range is a is, is a work of art. Mm, no, not on its own. Okay, <laughs> okay. Unless if, un- unless you are unless you truly believe that it was designed and not just a product of natural rock movement, like geological processes. Okay. I think geological if, processes are not art. If I go to the top of a mountain mm-hmm. and slice off like three feet of mountaintop okay and bring it back down with me Uh uh-huh is the mountain itself now art hmm Hmm. you're doing it for the purpose of making art and not just randomly cutting off the top three 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 of a mountain then yeah i think that's art okay i think the mountain is then art the whole mountain is art can i can i retroactively declare it was art certus i have um something to admit to you okay i don't know where to keep uh three feet of this mountain that i just chopped the top top off of (laughs) public park if if, uh can i retroactively declare it as art can i Mm. can i go up and chop off the top three feet and then get back down to the bottom and have somebody yelling at me and be like uh art that was art that i did there i think not i don't think you can do that i think obviously you can do that but it's not art but is that not analogous to stepping in the dog poo? Well, okay, so I'd like to make a distinction. If you're stepping in dog poop as a performance art, you already know that you're doing art. If you right, are, but you, if you step you in dog I... Okay, I'm getting there. If you if you step in dog poop and then take a picture of it, that's the art. You said that if I put a placard up next to it, too. Yeah, that's the effort. You're you are arranging it. So if I put a placard on the mountain, then it's art. Yes. Mount, mount whatever, less three feet. Yeah. Zach Sharp, 2019. Medium is rock and very large saw. <laughs> you don't say paintbrush is the medium. Unless I left the saw up there. No, you say like oil on canvas or something. So yeah, but like rock? unless this... Rock and snow? <laughs> it's just rock. Okay, fine. Medium is rock. Okay, so let me t- give you a, a different example where like... It is analogous to the 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 mountain thing. Mm-hmm. Like if you cut a tree into a shape, that's okay. art, right? Yeah. So I, I you're cutting a mountain into a shape. If you're you putting cut effort a tree into, into a you shape, want, you want it to be appreciated, right? You want it to be looked at and be engaging. But you could cut a tree into a shape so that it doesn't get in the way of your your electricity poles, right? But you're not doing it as art. If you're doing, if you're cutting off a t- the top of a mountain as art, or for your art, mm-hmm. that is art. Okay. Well, the logical conclusion of this is that obviously, literally anything can be art as long as you do it as art. So, cooking, programming, podcasting, all art if you do it as art. Are you podcasting as art right now? I am now. Also, editing a podcast. I'm gonna pat myself on the back. Yeah. Art. You're taking a thing. It was it was just raw audio, mm-hmm. and I made it into something coherent. Mm-hmm. You're welcome, Jared. I've been listening through the backlog of Reconcilable Differences very slowly, mm-hmm. and I think it was Rectifs. Merlin was definitely involved. They mentioned 
what things in their lives could be distinguished from before or after they went nuts. So if this document was from 2015, that is before I went nuts. I haven't actually gone nuts yet. But if I were to go nuts, what things would be hard to distinguish between being from before or after I went nuts? Does that make sense? No. There so are, like there are two time if, periods. Okay. Right. Let's say tomorrow I went nuts. Okay. Just absolutely crazy, bonkers in the head. Okay, so it's a it's a future tense went nuts. Yeah. Will have gone nuts. Uh-huh. <laughs> uh and so there are two time periods. There is before and after we we collectively go nuts. If you were to look at the stuff in our lives, it could be anything. It could be documents. It could be arrangement of furniture. It could be how you arrange this particular thing. It does not matter. Things would be difficult to distinguish between or ha- between having been created before or after you went nuts. So are you kind of asking the question, what things in my life right now could I point to and be like, that's a sane thing? I'm a- no, I'm asking the opposite of that. What's something in your life that you go that if someone else looked at, they would say, Zach might be nuts if they only looked at that. I will give you examples. Okay. And hopefully that it will, it will help. So I watched a video the other day and I wrote this in my journal. I am genuinely sad that there is a largest number that the universe can produce. Right. If you arranged all... Basically, I was thinking if you arranged all the particles as like a Planck constant, basically. So if you divide the size of the universe by the Planck constant. Just, um, I know what the Planck constant is, but in case some of the Jareds don't. That is the smallest thing. (laughs) That's the smallest thing the universe can produce. Like, you can't make a thing that is smaller than the Planck constant. Okay. So if you arranged every Planck constant of the universe and Uh multiply that by two, that gives you the amount of binary data that the universe can hold. Okay. Does that make sense? Yes. That number is on the order of 10 to the 40, I think, if I did my math right, which is small. Ah! Obviously, it's a big number, but it's less than Graham's number. It's what? less... Graham's number? Oh, God, Zach. For the, for the Jareds? Get on who, math. Um, get on math, haven't... YouTube. <laughs> it's smaller than tree three. It's smaller than a lot of things. Okay. And I wrote, like three pages about how sad that made me that there's this largest number in the universe like nothing can be bigger than this number because it's the whole universe right and that's really sad because we can have like we can have we can say oh there's infinitely many numbers but we can't produce hardly any of them (laughs) which sucks even if we had all the resources in the universe all of it we couldn't do it and I think those pages of journal would make someone think I was a little crazy. Okay. I might, I might need to follow down on this one. Um, my ther- I have a bare note of topics I want to talk about in therapy. Mm-hmm. That's in that list. I think someone would think I am very, very distressed. Are, are yours like three words or like a full because because a lot of times uh when i write down like hey i want to talk about this thing in therapy i try and write it down um like i need to give a police statement (laughs) which maybe is something that someone would look at and think that that zach's nuts uh now that i say those words out loud um but legitimately i was like remember that time when certus had to deal with with the police because of the car and like hadn't didn't have everything squared away and somebody else tried to infiltrate Certus's brain. I remember this, yes. And so uh that's the the lens through which I write down a lot of the things that I write to to talk about to the therapist. <laughs> that's a good one. So anyway, is your is your list look like that or does it just look uh like a normal person? <laughs> um it looks kind of a combination, I think. Like okay. there are, there are some topics that are like it'll be stuff like banana milk bad <laughs> or um but some of them will be like i haven't been feeling super happy lately or something like that I, you know it, uh-huh. it'll be more specific but um i think the other thing was the other thing i found out i remembered was my um my bare notes from the semester of rules right just very 
just oddly specific rules about the most mundane things. I th- I think what I'm hearing you say uh-huh. is that in the past uh-huh. you were nuts, and then you unnutsified, <laughs> and now you're worried that when you go back to being nuts, they'll forget about this brief period in the middle where you were not nuts. That's false. <laughs> because the therapy notes include things from yesterday. Oh, okay. <laughs> so there was never a period where I was not nuts. There is simply a spectrum of nuts. <laughs> Almond, cashew. All right. So Zach's going to follow down on that. Yeah, I'm going to follow down. I can't think of anything. So speaking of things I learned from Merlin Mann. Right. I have been using NVAlt for like a semester. Okay, let me look that up. It is a markdown editor. The NV stands for Notational Velocity, um, Velocity, right? Yes. There was, I think so at least. So a quick uh, brief history of NVAlt. There was a, an app called notational velocity and then mm-hmm. someone wanted to make it better so they made nv alt which stands for notational velocity alternative and then they kept adding to it and expanding upon it and now they're going to make nv ultra which is going to be better than nv alt but is not out yet but the basic philosophy is like give you a space to write things as quickly as possible and with the least amount of resistance right you just start writing and it just starts being a good markdown editor. So, recently on the on Dubai Friday, mm-hmm. which is a podcast with Marilyn Mann, mm-hmm. Marilyn Mann talked very, very briefly about an app called MarkText, which is available for Mac, Windows, and Linux. It's on GitHub. And it is open source MIT. I don't remember what that means, the MIT bit. Pretty sure you're totally cool to use it as long as... Your thing also has an MIT license. Okay. Or something similar. or It has to be open source in some way. Mm-hmm. So, okay. I have a, a brief review of MarkText. It's really pretty. It's really, really pretty. Uh, that's Ooh. a good thing and a bad thing. I like the aesthetic of writing in an ugly editor. Kind of a grungy kind of look. <laughs> Like, I want it to look hostile. I want it to be hostile because I like being in this exclusive club of people willing to tolerate NVAlt. Okay. So that's just an an aesthetic preference. NVAlt is, like, way more restrictive in the markdown support. Uh, You're basically limited to rich text, while MarkText lets you do math equations with Kalex, uh, flowcharts, and a whole lot of etc., which is cool. I like that NVAlt doesn't make you screw around with files you can just start writing and it ends up as a text file in the folder that you specified or in the database that you specified where mark text feels more like microsoft word when you're saving files like you have to click command Mm. s and then save it and rename it and put it in a specific folder which is lame yeah yeah no i i i dig that quite a bit um it's not super customizable. I couldn't even change the font to something monospace. This, I think, is part of putting aesthetics over functionality. It's a posi- it's like a position I respect because it actually looks really nice. It's really pretty. But I really want the ability to f*** with it without editing the source code. Right. It also defaults to saving files as a .md. You can change the name of the file and it'll still work, but I would like to choose the default because I don't want to have to rename all the gosh darn files. Because I need it to be in doc text for one writer for iOS so that I can have all my text documents in the same place. Mm-hmm. So basically where I'm at is that I like this enough and I care about the open source community around Markdown enough to perhaps make the changes that I want to see in the app. We will see if I'm good enough at C++. For- <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to start with fonts because that seems easy. I just want to add a monospace font. I just want Roboto Mono as my default font. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's weird that they don't let you do that. You can change fonts. It's just that they only have a select few. Also, they have... Okay, one of the 
links for like focus mode or whatever is this person editing a macbook pro review but there's they're using the apple pencil on this macbook pro (laughs) that's not how that works which is a lot more distracting so yeah i have some issues but in theory i can fix the issues and then submit a pull request so other people can have the issues fixed Mm -hmm. so we'll see i'll report back on whether or not i was able to do that but it's really pretty and i like it a lot and i like the typewriter mode typewriter mode's cool what's the typewriter mode do it just keeps the cursor in the middle of the screen instead of going down to the bottom that's good that's that's actually really important yeah if you click on the little paragraph thingamabobber you can turn it into a different type of block which is really cool yeah there's also some like nitpicky stuff like if you select a block of text i want the word count to change to what i've selected instead of the whole thing all this is just so nitpicky it's a really good app Mm -hmm. but there's just a few things that i want to change and i feel like i can do it i just don't know if that's true or not and that's what i was doing when zach called me so (laughs) i didn't have enough time yeah just a couple more minutes though you'll you'll get there Mm -hmm. all right okay if you are steven the banana milk guy i can't remember your last name i'm so sorry he didn't email Um, you back did he can you check just in case it's unlikely but it's loading fingers crossed go on loading does not appear to have emailed me back we gave him like 45 minutes come on yeah all right so if you're steven the banana milk guy or um uh know him or if you can get a different there's there's a couple different kinds of banana milk but they don't sell them immediately near me um so if you want to want to hook me up with some of those i uh you can you can mail them to me on my twitter i'm at 